welcome to our episode today, Professional Development and Networking. We have a special guest with us joining from Saudi Arabia, one of our own board members, Peter Edwards. Welcome, Peter. We're so glad to have you join us today. Oh, thank you so much, Eileen. It's a pleasure to be here. Good to see you again. You as well. So jumping right into our topic, Peter, how would you define or describe professional development? Great. It's a, it's a great question and a wonderful topic. And when I talk about this, it reminds me of a quote that I've always really liked, which is, don't try to be the best at what you do. Instead, try to be the only one doing it. And for me, what that means is uh, this idea of singularity, finding my own singularity, uh, being the only one doing what I'm doing. And so when I think of professional development, I'm really thinking about finding and developing my singularity, my uniqueness in, in my field and what I do. And so that professional development is actually a bit of personal development as well. I like to uh, look into my life, my personal and professional life, and try to find uh, what is singular about me and work on that. Of course, that begs the question, what is singular about you, Peter? <laughs> we know you have so many well, unique attributes, but... Well, we all, we all do, but in terms of professional, uh, I was very, very fortunate uh, when I was going into my graduate studies. I had just come back from teaching in Poland. That was my first real overseas teaching experience. And so, I looked into who I was, and I'm an African-American guy, and I've always loved literature, and I just spent some time, a couple of years, in Poland. And so when I was going into my graduate studies, I was thinking, how can I bring these three somewhat disparate things together and find my singularity there? And so what I ended up doing in my graduate studies was to do a comparison between Slavic, specifically Polish literature, and African-American literature. And what I found is that there are lots of people that know more about African-American literature than I do, and lots of people that know more about Polish literature than I do, but not really anybody that is bringing those two things together. So that was my singularity in that area. And I was able to get along with my graduate studies in that way. And I followed that model for the rest of my professional career, finding different things that I can bring together in combination that make me singular. That's a great answer. Thank you for sharing that with our listeners. So with regards to professional development in terms of attending conferences, uh, whether it's online or in person, what advice would you give to our listeners when they are pursuing their own personal professional development? whether it's through conferences and or personal. Right, and, and what I'll do is I'll piggyback on the answer to your first question. Um, what I try to do is use that singularity that I have been working on as a filter and a guide for what I will then look for. And so if I'm going to a conference or if I'm just looking around on the internet, we all just run into such abundance, so many different sessions, so many people, all of these things. So what I do is I use my singularity, the few things that I want to focus on, 
And I, I kind of call that a tripod, like three little legs that are my foundation. And then I look for sessions or conferences or people at these events that are maybe interested in one of those things. What that helps me to do is, of course, be continuing to build my singularity. And also it helps me to filter out stuff because otherwise I'll just go crazy thinking, oh, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this. So if I was going to offer a tip, I would say, find your own maybe three different things that you are focusing on right now and use that to guide you to get through all of that abundance that's out there. And I actually tell people um, that you could do this like on a yearly basis to, to think about your tripod, your three things that you're looking at every year and, and go through those, uh, go through those um, different things to work on that singularity every year. And then at the end of the year, reevaluate, and maybe you'll have a new tripod for the new year. I like that answer because I second the motion when you go to conferences, they're often overwhelming and you get pulled in so many different directions. So just to echo your thoughts for our listeners, I also recommend when you do go to conferences, if you're able to, even whether it's online or in person, Focus, 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 <laughs> because as you focus, you will be able to take away what you want to focus on rather than being pulled like a squirrel in five different directions or 10 different directions. Focus on those one, two or three. Um, exactly, I, exactly. I also really liked what you said, and I hadn't actually thought of for myself, but the thinking of your identity, your personal identity, whether this might be your race, your ethnicity, whatever it might be, and or your linguistic abilities. Many of our listeners are multilingual people and how that defines us. I think of Luciana has also uh, been one of our guests and podcast interviewees. She is Brazilian, uh, but she is working in Germany, teaching English and Portuguese, but she also has a unique space. So I'm just thinking a little bit outside the box of how each of us can think of our unique space. And when we even go to conferences, focusing on that uniqueness that creates what we have to give and to receive from professional development. Little tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> but not much of a tangent. It, it dovetails with what we've been talking about from the start. And I like to tell uh, my colleagues, my, my students, if they're going to a conference, to work on that singularity and to boil it down to something really, really small, something that they can say. And I tell them, say it in 50 seconds. Be able to explain to somebody that you meet in 50 seconds. And so you come up to somebody and it's kind of like the elevator speech we hear so much about where you can explain your singularity in a short amount of time. And then I also say, write down people's names and get their contact information and then contact them within 50 hours of having met them. So after a day or two, send them that email or contact them on LinkedIn and make that connection. And so that way you can you know, build that network as, as time goes on with people that are helping you build your personal and professional singularity. So I, I say that that's a, a, a good way to go in, again, focused as, as you were saying, Eileen. 
Yeah, and I also think that last uh, tip you mentioned is very valuable. I don't know if you meant to <laughs> make this a tip, but I would say just again to echo the idea of following up, that's a key part of conference attendance. I think we absorb, absorb so much information at conferences, but the follow-up is one of the keys, particularly as you mentioned in the networking, can really help us professionally and personally but oftentimes many of us get a stack of cards when we come back from conferences. Nowadays, there aren't so many cards, but things that you exchange with people that you say, I gotta follow up with them, I gotta follow up. Take that time, make that time to do the follow-ups and carve out an hour, two hours within, as you mentioned, you know, three the first three days of leaving or returning from a conference. Oftentimes we jump back into work and we forget, oh, I meant to follow up with this person and this person and this person and a week goes by, two weeks go by and then you never follow up. So when the iron is hot, strike. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I, I also do a bit of an annual review. I go back over, I go through my old emails and things and I think, gee, who did I meet in the past year? And uh, this is going to help me build my singularity for the next year. And I'll go back and I'll contact people one last time and just say, hey, remember we met some months ago and very often some good things come from that. And I also check my contact list for people that I have known for years. For example, I did that a couple of years ago and it has led to something that I'm working on now, which makes me very happy that I'm writing an article with an old friend of mine from oh, elementary school and an old student of mine and my father. I thought, you know what? All three of them come together with what I'm interested in. So dig deep. It's not just the new people that you meet, but some of the old people that you've met long ago. And you can build your network that way and continue to develop your singularity, both professionally and personally. I love that. And that's a great way, I think, to end our podcast episode today. And I'll just uh, tag on that I reconnected with a colleague from Boise State University at the last TESOL uh, convention in Pittsburgh in the United States. And it was great to, again, tap into somebody I knew from 15 years ago and keep those connections relevant today. So thank you, yes, Peter. Any great. final words or tips you wanna share with our listeners for today? Well, uh, thank you, Eileen, and I hope to, to meet uh, some of our, our listeners in the future somewhere. Uh, be brave, go out there, and don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't sit quietly, go out and shake a hand or, or bump a fist. <laughs> so thank you for this time, Eileen, very much. Thank you, Peter. We really appreciate having you here with us today.